Welcome to Live Action Star Wars. I'm Ralph. I'm James. And today we are discussing Donnie and Marie, uh, the Star Wars variety special uh, thing. That, <laughs> not, that, yeah. that, 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 yep. Yep. Uh, but we're not doing it alone. No, um, this is the first person I thought of when I brought up doing this episode, and that's none other than Ken Plume. Ken, welcome to the show. I'm oh, back. See that. I'm wondering if that's an insult. This is the only person that you know. thought of when doing this show. I, oh, no, no, no. First, there was definitely another one. There was oh, another okay. One. I'm, I'm glad that I was in second position for... But that no, other no, no, one... You, you came first. Oh, okay. Yeah. You came first. There was a, okay, so there was a tie for the Muppet show episode. I missed the Muppet show episode. I'm getting Don yeah, and Marie Patrick... when I could have had the Muppet show episode. <laughs> it was, it went, that went to Patrick, oh. uh, Cotner. No, no. How dare he? How dare he? I have, <laughs> I think we found out next things Muppet over Patrick. <laughs> I, I put in more time than Patrick I has. I know we can always revisit. Uh, I was, I was, yes, yes you I was, must. I was messing around with possibly this episode being since it was a new year, just going back and doing Star Wars again. It's a period of Civil War. Yeah. How long is yeah, it doing, doing a Star Wars episode? This entire mm-hmm. operation is so much slicker and more professional. <laughs> it just I mean, looked we, great compared yeah, yeah. to the last time I was on, which was decades ago, right? I, at right. Least, I think at it was least. Mando season two or something. Yeah. No, no, no. It was Book of Boba Fett. It was wow. Book of Boba Fett. We had conversations about uh, uh, Space Age scooters. Oh, yes. Wow. How long wow. it's been. And just, just so everybody uh, knows here, because um, uh, I was talking about it before we went live to James and Ken, we are not on Instagram. For some reason, when I hit the click live there, it just Instagram just shut down. So oh, I try okay. to do live on Instagram. Maybe next week, I guess we'll keep giving it a shot. And that's uh, the promise that. of tech. Yeah. 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 But I'm fairly sure we're live somewhere, at least on YouTube, because we're on YouTube. YouTube. Here. <laughs> Scott's watching. Sarah, Jeremy, Johnny, uh, Wolfgang is here. And uh, yeah, so we're live somewhere. So that's good. Good. That's good. good. Now, the reason why... I picked the Donnie and Marie special is because um, we watched the uh, a disturbance in the force. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we chatted with the director, Jeremy Kuhn a couple weeks ago. Um, maybe here's a little bit of inside information. Um, that stream did not go to Twitch. Oh, did it? Because, not? I thought we had people from Twitch. Because Jeremy's last name triggered Twitch, and it was in the title of our show. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah. during that, so sorry, Twitch users who are mostly yeah. bots, but yeah, um, yeah th- this was part of that, uh, the Donnie and Marie thing, and I'm like, you know, I've never seen it. Uh, We've had it on our list for a long time as well. Like, like it's always like been one. one. Yeah, it's, it's one there. of those ones where you're like. If we're going to get weird, let's yep. do this one. And uh, we finally got weird. And I got to be honest with you. I mean, listen, it's weird. Yeah. But I didn't I, I didn't think it was that bad. I was expecting worse. I was expecting way worse. It, yeah. Well, you know, it would be spoiling for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. But it, it's not it's not boring. No, no. It's it's too weird to be boring. But I, mean, I think that's that's what came up in Disturbance in the Force when they were talking about this and they were talking about stuff around this time is it it was weird, but it also wasn't because no one knew what they could do with it. Star Wars is the biggest thing in the world right now, like, and everyone wants a piece. And so they just went, cool, variety show, let's do it. And then they just sang some songs, they danced around, Chris Christopherson was there, and... It yeah. should be noted this is this is a almost a full year before the holiday special. Yeah, right. It's, it there aren't even action figures in stores. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? This is what Star Wars is within the public sphere for a long time. Is just all of these weird appearances, mm, mm. which for me is is one of the selling points or one of the things that I say to people like 
who bitch and complain about any Star Wars content that content that's out there now. Like when I was a kid, this is all we got. Yeah. You know, after after Return of the Jedi, the promise of the ending of Return of the Jedi, after that was done and Star Wars was done, anything we got beyond that has been like a bonus. Oh, I remember when the Ewok <laughs> movie was announced after yeah. Return of the Jedi, when you were in the desert going, oh, Star Wars is done, right? It's mm-hmm. completely done. There's no more Star Wars. And then you had that. You had cartoons. They weren't great, but well, they were the there. I grew up at a time when there was nothing. Like there was, there was literally nothing from eighty-seven till like Thrawn books in ninety-one. Like, Mm -hmm. and so I, I had, I had nothing except I had a brother and a sister who are a lot older than me and were handing me down toys. So I was playing with hand-me-down toys and making up my own stories and watching crappy copies of it taped off of like TV, where it broke up as soon as Obi Wan was telling Luke that he's got to go to the Dagobah system. Yeah, you like lived that, within the four three pan and scan. That's it. That was you didn't that know was, anything that was better. No, it was yeah. great. And so I would see uh, like the droids and Ewok cartoons in video stores, and I'd be all about it. I'd be renting those just to get some Star Wars. You never knew that Dengar was in Jabba's palace. You didn't no. know that. No, no. I, well, I, I found <laughs> it out. But I mean, I, I was I was an early adopter to lots of books and things. So I was I was finding out that stuff as it was coming out. <laughs> but I didn't see uh, Donnie and Marie. <laughs> right. I didn't see Donnie and Marie. No, and this, this did not live on in reruns. This no. this show happened and it went away. But this and is it survived the first... in clips. So as Stevie says, uh we did watch the whole episode. Uh oh, Stevie wow. and I watched the entire 49 minutes. We didn't watch just the Star Wars bits. No, no, you have to commit to the full ride as, as anyone who loves star wars tuning in at the promise of star wars and <laughs> how and how movie. yeah and how they were tricked into watching the entirety of a donnie and marie variety show i watched the opening number thinking okay cool right when's when's the star wars happening and i saw the runtime i was like are they, are they gonna intersperse it are they gonna do like cut back and forth and then i did the old Tap, 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 10 seconds every time, just scanned all the way through. And then when I noticed that they were showing some skateboarding, um, uh, I was like, okay, cool. I get it. Like, yeah, anyone there that I recognize? Nope, nope, nope. Cool. Keep going forward. Uh, and uh, I got past Chris Christopherson. I got past uh, the the pool hall with Red Fox. And I was like, I can skip all of this. Like, just, just cuts of the Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. I think for me sitting through that garbage which wasn't too bad mm-hmm. uh it's definitely better than holiday special stuff but sitting through that the reward is star wars yeah and and, and otherwise those guest stars would be a complete surprise you have to set up the fact that they're there in that episode before they arrive <laughs> in that star wars at the end imagine being an audience at the time i mean this there was is no it, like... fast forward you didn't know when it was going to come on within that hour and you it would never come back so you had to sit there. Imagine poor children sitting there waiting for a little bit of Star Wars, having Watching to watch that. Yeah, like so. I I know of Donny Osmond from just he's he's been around and he's always been around. He was around during my childhood, and uh, but I'd never seen any of this stuff. Like they, that's the whole family, right? It's him, his sister, and the brothers are the, like, some of the other dancers and stuff? Yes, yes. He started out as the youngest member of the Osmonds. Okay. Much like Michael Jackson was the youngest member of the Jacksons. They were, they were the, the, (laughs) the, the Mormon whitewashed versions of the, the they were, they were the safe Jacksons for a portion of America Uh at that time. Uh If you ever listened to their music of that period, it is very clear. That that's they were manufactured. That was the intention in of okay. filling a niche within the industry in that time. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. I only know that song. I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. I don't think I've heard it in its entirety. Um, I, I'm aware of Donnie and Marie. Um, this is the first time that I've watched anything Donnie and Marie yeah. related. Apparently, this is the beginning of season three. Yeah, they kept show. Mm-hmm. I think there's four seasons, or maybe they they topped out at three. Okay. Um, I didn't look too deep into the IMDb. I noticed there was a season four. And then after that, a question mark as if the Donnie and Marie show is going to come back at some point. <laughs> um, it was never officially canceled. It just didn't yeah. come back. 
<laughs> like the right, second Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, uh, uh, I found myself uh, um, uh, really sort of intrigued by it all. Um, it's a time capsule, no matter what. Yeah. I, I've seen like the Brady Bunch variety show, and I've seen other variety shows, uh, mostly like the Sid and Marty Croft stuff. But yeah, this is my first time actually like seeing something like this. Uh, the Smothers Brothers kind of was a variety show, but that was more of a comedy along the line of like laughing or something. And I remember watching them, and they were good. They were good. Uh, but but this, yeah, I haven't seen anything like this because I don't really like you know this kind of music. I'm not into like super into like disco especially when it's so like watered down this isn't this isn't disco no this is this is this is a weird hybrid of show (laughs) tunes and yeah it's just show tuny pop it's just pure pop isn't it it exists within its own bubble of theatricality because i would not want to cast dispersions on theatrical music either this this is just a, a weird, you know what? It's like super polishing something beyond the point of wrecking. It's like if you if you put music into AI mm. and asked it to produce something that was inoffensive to as many people as possible because it was completely disposable. It was yeah, That's it was null and void of anything. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like but, music. Yeah. It's basically elevator entertainment. Live action music. Yeah. And it's like, to be I, they're not bad at what they do. It's just what they do isn't good. Right. It it, it I, suffers from what a lot of it is because you know the better version of everything yeah. they're doing. You know the better version. Yeah. They can start say, off with Southern Nights, but you know that there's the Glenn Campbell cover of that that is the <laughs> iconic version of Southern Nights that you're going, this right. doesn't, there's a better, why am I sitting through this inferior version mm. of this? With- with brothers and sisters getting real handsy. That that was one of the I cliches. mean, that's what I know of of yeah, of Donnie Memory is like, I mean that was what are... led to many SNL parodies. Yeah. Uh, Wayne and Wanda in the Muppet Show is oh, a Donnie okay. Marie parody. Oh wow. I didn't realize that. That that would have been good information to have on our uh, Muppet Show episode. Yeah, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm all for a revisit. We can get both of you guys on. Um, the uh, the the I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it. Uh, I kind of took a shine to Marie. I thought Marie was really charming. Um, someone in our comments when we first posted this up on the Instagram like yesterday when we were saying that we were doing this episode, let me try and find who it was. But uh, I was she's I never like noticed her smile before. Is very top teeth heavy, yeah. and it. I was like, I didn't. But the thing is, I guess that was a thing because at the commercial break, they would have an animated mouth. Where the top that, teeth that was, was very that was a, like a, trademark. A, a signature icon of the Osmonds in general was that they were very toothy. So that yeah. became a, a visual signifier of the Osmonds. She's not too dissimilar looking to Carrie Fisher at the time, though, I don't think. Like, it's if you're going to cast a, like a TV version of someone to play Princess Leia, like, right. she does fit the role. Like, I think she's right. okay. And, and, Donny Osmond looks like the the Luke with the X wing helmet with the black hairline. Like right. that's he's fine in that position. I'm, but I'm gonna say something really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up with Star Wars, uh, I love Princess Leia. Princess Leia is great. Yeah. But when I grew up, I found that she was kind of a sex symbol, especially like the 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 slave Leia outfit and just in general that she was a sex symbol. I never thought of her as that because I was a little kid and yeah. she was Princess Leia. Um, Marie as Princess Leia, on the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> was very striking to me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So you yeah, you've come, you've come to the party room? late, but yeah. you've arrived I at the party. So. It, I, I mean, so. it's what we were just saying, though. Why would you go for that when the um, other one's already there? I hear Stevie laughing in the next room. Um, <laughs> that's super embarrassing. It's super embarrassing. But you said it. Um, 
I said it and I felt like I, I needed to because, yeah, I guess I am late to the game. Um, I just didn't like how handsy she got with her brother. Uh, maybe sparked a little bit of a, a thing in George Lucas's mind. Maybe seeing, I mean, I think seeing that was Luke and Leia being no, no, so I, handsy. No, I, th- I think that was already well established. I think, yeah, yeah. This is pre, but this is pre Empire. Empire, so pre anything, yeah. So this what there is of the timeline of creation you see of George's, yeah, and yeah, adhere yeah, to. Right. I know he had twins in the Star Wars and the Journey of the Wills uh, scripts, mm-hmm. but I don't think, I don't think by yeah. Empire, I mean, we're getting into the sisters. whole Lee Bracket territory and the, yeah. the other sister exactly, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> for that should be a starred comment. Yeah, absolutely. I felt like that one we need to keep. Um, I really enjoyed the scroll, uh, like the the crawl that we got at the beginning of the Star Wars section. They're all, they're uh, all I mean, none of it could stay like in frame. But at first, I was like, okay, are they just trying to do this from memory? And then it got to like the joke of it, and I was like. Just the the values of patriotism, cleanliness, thrift, and good dental hygiene. Like, genuinely got a chuckle out of me. It might be because I'm not feeling too well when it was 5 a.m. when I was watching it, but, like, <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. It's the, the best way to describe variety shows of this period, particularly Donnie and Marie, is I'm going to do it through the lens that, James, that you'll understand is Christmas oh, no. cracker jokes. Okay, great. Perfect. In that Christmas cracker jokes are... De- uh, designed to be as inoffensive as possible mm-hmm. and grown worthy as possible to bring the family together in their derision of how awful this thing was, yeah. how awkward this thing was. So the, an entire family of disparate personalities can find common ground and boy, this is, this is Ooh, weird. God. Every, yeah. Thing. Just a, a collective groan around the table. Yeah. Right. So look at, look yeah. at this as a Christmas cracker joke. This entire special. Well, the, the entire series and uh, this this variety yeah. shows of that you know, the UK has still doing variety shows oh, yeah. of that variety. Yep. It was funny because at the, uh, by this time in the episode, like Donnie is sort of self aware that the the little bit crunchy song is a little bit overplayed. He's trying to get rid of it over it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the whole thing is meta. I mean, they. And Donnie, as you saw also in the Disturbance of the Force documentary, if anyone has, has seen it, uh, check it out, is well aware of how corny what they were doing was. Mm. Yeah. You know, and was at a point time? when he is now an adult, having been a child singer mm. with his family and wanting to be a little bit rock and roll <laughs> and being stuck in this very popular variety show format at the time. Mm. I mean, they were there's a reason they lasted as many seasons as they did. They were very popular throughout the country. So he he mentioned being a teenager on like by the way. So he, what he's 66 now. Right now he's, he's 66. So he's was 20 years older than me. Yeah. And I was born this year this came out, so he was 20 when he did this. Right. There you go. Exactly yeah. the period when you would not want to be doing this yeah. if you were trying yeah. to be taken oh, yeah. seriously right. as an adult and a career independent of your brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would risen to fame with. Mm. It really looks like he, they, like the parents, the Osmond parents, forced the Osmond brother or Donnie and Marie to put the Osmond brothers in this episode. They like, really are really just the feels... White Jacksons, aren't they? Like, like through and through, like right down to the younger sister, who's probably the most talented. But you know, if like... any group looked like, oh, these are my older brothers that were sticking in the show, it was the Osmonds of that yeah. period. Yeah. Yeah, my I, I I mentioned this to Stevie too. When they cut over to the Osmond brothers, uh, I told her that they look like you're trying to make a bit moji of Donnie, and <laughs> these are all the ones that didn't quite come together. They got the mouth right, yeah, mm-hmm. as they were as they were trying to make their Donnie. That was that was right, but all the eyes and noses were all in the wrong places. Yeah, this this is the mid journey output. Yes, of Donnie Osmond. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I didn't count their fingers, but it, it yeah, don't one hundred percent. Don't don't go there. <laughs> don't look at their hands. 
It was in their rider. They used to have that yeah. at every show. Don't look at well, iron. That's why the teeth is there. They're there for misdirect. <laughs> Don't look at the hands. <laughs> <laughs> too, too many teeth. Too little fingers. So I was happy to see that Bob Mackie and Bruce Valanche uh, both were involved with this episode. Um, I don't know how much of the Donnie Murray show they did, but it just shows you why the the holiday special is what it is when you got people behind things like this working on Star Wars. And you can tell that those guys didn't right. really know Star Wars. And they really didn't have much to go off of. They essentially had like a look of a movie, but like character-wise and world-building. They had the film yeah. to go off of. Yeah, that one film. Yeah, yeah. That one and film that was seen at that time as a one-off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it may have been said, you know, it wasn't even, you know, George may have been saying statements about wanting to continue the story, but, but that's, that was a rarity that happened then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and again, like it's, it's not like today where you can just like pull up any news website, entertainment news website. Like you would have had to have looked for film news of that sort. Otherwise it's just, you know, well, then the idea of just sequelizing or making a series out of things was yeah. not common, particularly at that it point. Was like, it was like just I mean, Planet of the Apes, right? Like, I mean, you hadn't really had film ongoing film um, series like yeah. that since the '40s would have continued, mm. like the Thin Man series. So you'd have an ongoing yeah. thing that might have recurring characters like that. Certainly not outside of, like you said, Planet of the Apes, which yeah. took a nosedive in sort of <laughs> how it was viewed from like an adult film at first. It was a children's product, yeah, in the right. '70s. Yeah. So, you know, Luckily, it was not Star an assumption Wars. that, oh, yeah, Star Wars, of course, is continuing. It's just this, it's a pop culture zeitgeist moment that everyone was making jokes about and incorporating because the kids liked it and that would get people to watch. Yeah. Yeah. You can get the whole family to tune in. So no one's going to be fighting over the, the one TV this time. Right. Yeah. Oh, Bring grandma and the kids to watch the TV. It's a Christmas cracker. Yeah. 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 Um, the couple things that I want to mention about the Star Wars bits first is uh, clanking C3PO plastic. Like, I don't think I've ever seen really behind the scenes footage of C3PO where you hear the plastic just clanking mm. as Anthony Daniels moves around in it. Also, unfiltered and, Anthony Daniels' voice. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Who yeah. clearly was recorded separately. Yeah. I was going right. to say, he was the only one that they got. Like, because that is, I mean, it definitely wasn't James L. Jones, obviously. Um, but. A thorough Ravenscroft. Yes, I was very excited. <laughs> I told I told Steve, I said, I think that's Thurl Ravenscroft. I think oh, it's, that was I, without a doubt, right off the bat. Yeah, and and then she heard it, she's like, oh, yeah, totally. He's um, great. Oh, he's, okay. Toy yeah. Tiger. Uh, right. Tiger, yes. One of the one of the heads in uh, the Haunted Mansion. The Mansion. He's also oh. in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> if you if you we have the record, uh, uh, and he's the, the Disney Music Emporium uh, of it's, the it's... your mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. where you. Yeah. That's where James. You would probably really key in. I, I mean, all of those things. And, yeah, but Tony the Tiger yeah. is like the big ongoing it's, pop culture I, I, thing that he had for decades. I highly recommend you check out his narration of the Jungle Cruise. Um, it's on YouTube. Uh, Stevie has a record. One side, it's the whole Tiki Room show. The second right. side is Thor Ravenscroft doing the Jungle Cruise narration. But it's before they had jokes. So oh, wow. it's a little dry. But just hearing his voice. Well, it was, supposed to, it was like, intended as a travel log. It was supposed to be, you can't go to the all these other areas yeah. in the world. So the Jungle Cruise is going to be your gateway to the world. To the Amazon and to the Nile and whatever. The um, who is the one I, host who decided to throw in some jokes and that became their shtick? Then I would there say a story was, that I think guy? it was the seventies is okay. when that evolution really happened. Mm, the transition to it being a little looser. Hmm. It's a little looser time. Yeah, yeah obviously yeah. it's a, it's a obviously. long, slow boat ride full of <laughs> corny, corny jokes opportunities. Yeah. It's the variety and, show of rides. And you already had the visual set pieces as yeah. well that were yeah. within it. So it was just playing even further off of those visual gags that have been set up on the cruise itself. I got to say, like, Thor Ravenscroft, I think he's trying to do a Vader impression. But at the same time, I feel like he would make a really good Vader. I don't know about that. You I don't think, You don't think so? I don't think Some there's the... any. There's no menace. 
No, not Ravens. Some, oh, some, some of the deliveries of voice. It reminded yeah, me a lot more the of the, of the radio play, the 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 NPR radio show version of Vader. It reminded me more of that, where it's like, I'm not scared by you. I'm just really intrigued. And I like your voice quality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I like Thor Ravencroft more than um, I forget the dude's name who that played guy, him. Yeah. In the radio drama, the guy in the radio drama sounds like Alan Rickman in Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's but Thurl is just he's he's putting a theatrical edge on the performance. You know, he was mm. told to go big for that. Yeah, it's under the direction of whoever Alan something whoever directed this one sir alan something please (laughs) interesting though i found out recently i I, i've been going around uh shooting photos and i went to the crystal cathedral over here in um i think it's garden grove it's next to anaheim um and i found out after the fact that thurl ravenscroft is actually buried there (laughs) and now i want to go back and and find his uh his grave or or tomb or crypt or whatever they've got they got a few things (laughs) <laughs> he's just a singing bust out front yeah it's the haunted mansion it's gotta be right <laughs> why wouldn't it be the singing bust it's gotta be <laughs> I, I wonder if there's a quote that says like it's not great on his <laughs> tombstone no it was great please it was great oh that's it's an elegy for his career nice. yeah. see yeah that's why i need a punch-up that's why i need like a bruce valanche <laughs> maybe not maybe Ketchup not a bruce village maybe you don't need <laughs> i mean he was just oh oh another name i noticed in the credits was the musical director was alf clausen who everybody knows did how many seasons of the simpsons but also you oh. can see where the versatility that he brought to the simpsons music and the different right. styles yeah would come and some from of those variety show episodes this, yeah where you're like yeah. here's a whole mess of stuff that you need to figure out for this episode music wise. And it's going to be all over the place, incorporating what's popular at the time. <laughs> yeah. Make something of it. Mm. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to say it kind of made me want to watch more of these. I don't know why. Oh, well, I, I hope you bring maybe, maybe it's that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk about non Star Wars, Johnny and Marie. Um, they they talked about what the next episode was at the end of this one, didn't they? And the, oh, yeah. what the parody they were doing was that they were doing a, a Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, that's what it was. And I was so excited. I think that's what got me excited was that they brought <laughs> Ray Bolger back to be the Scarecrow. Uh, Lucille Ball's the Tin Man. Yeah, uh, I forget who they said the the Cowardly Lion was, but I was so stoked that Ray Bolger was still alive in 1977. And you didn't look that up on YouTube. I did. Clearly, the account who uploaded this has been uploading other episodes. Yeah, it's It's, Dave's. It's Dave's Osmond's videos. Yeah, the name of the channel. Amazing quality. I was really impressed by the quality of it. Yeah, I think that's pretty close to air quality. I wonder if Dave. I wonder if Dave is the one that originally taped the. uh, It's Dave Osmond. Let's just go ahead and say it's Dave (laughs) Osmond. Osmond. Uh, Yeah, I one hundred percent thought that too. When I saw the thing, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, this is just one of the family. Just want to cash in on it a little bit. They just want that, those clicks on YouTube. It's one of Donnie's yeah. many nephews. Still trying to get that Osmond name. Yeah. I'm putting your name out there, Uncle Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Red Fox yeah, looks uh, a little bit more bored than, than some of the others. The first time we see him as like the Obi-Wan figure... Uh, it looked like he was just reading his script and not even looking up at the camera. Um, that was a that was a quick shoot him before he's out on the day he shot his other segment. Absolutely, yeah. and we're dropping you in late. We're doing the Star Wars thing. What now? Yeah, um, yeah. That was a that was a quick shootout and bye. <laughs> uh, he seemed to get more into it in some of the other bits, like the look over there when he started telling jokes, basically. But the the first bit, I just, I just. He looked like he did not want to be there at all. So this this apparently would be considered a sequel to Star Wars because Obi-Wan is one with the Force and just a disembodied voice. So is Chris Kristofferson 
not Han Solo? They meet him for the first. Is this a different guy? Is, that Dash also has a Wookiee? is this our first first version of Dash Render? Oh, maybe. <laughs> well, I, I think I think I think I think it's not a sequel. It is an interpretation of the second half of the film after Obi Wan's death. Because okay. they're clearly doing because because Paul Lind is supposed to be Tarkin. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he Tarkin? Yeah, I, I just thought so, he was yeah. an Imperial. Yeah, I I think he was supposed so it was doing sort of a condensed version of. Listen, you're trying to bring sense into something yeah. that is yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no, there's not. Really was, we have it. a bunch of these characters, please, and we please, think we have show pieces <laughs> that we can build around them song wise. That are listen funny. If, if the Mandalorian could bring up Life Day, <laughs> we could start working in this into canon. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm thinking that that Paul Lind is just an Imperial officer who picked up Vader because we never saw Vader get picked up after the Death Star battle. Mm-hmm. So Vader spinning in space lands on on this ship. You just want to bring Chris Christopherson's Dash Rendar into canon. I get it. I understand that you want that. He's still he's still around. Yeah, I mean, there's he's someone who around. has done a, a him and Dan as well. He'll do so what you're saying is the new the new Ray movie needs to incorporate. Oh my God. Chris Christopherson as not Han Solo. Oh my god. Yes, Donnie Osmond as not Luke Skywalker as well. Like just have him in there. I think Donnie like... Osmond could play an Imperial officer now. Or or whatever's left of the the uh, the first order. I think they need to be a, robot. A can- they need to be a canteen. Yeah. Right, surely. Donnie and Marie singing robots. Yeah. I'm a little no, bit Marie's funky. taken over as the new Acmina <laughs> in the Cantina. <laughs> yeah. That works. I don't think they I'm a little bit jizzed. That doesn't sound right. No, that does not sound right, Ralph. No, no. <laughs> uh, I, I the, thought the song, the, cannon. the song where they're just like, uh, what was the line? It was, show me the way to get out of this world. If that's where everything is going on, I don't want to be there. I'm like, Jesus, did they write this in 2024? Like, it felt <laughs> really prescient. And I was like, I mean, guys, I know the 70s weren't that great, but like, come on. I mean the the seventies were were not a high water mark societally uh, nah. and economically, particularly by the late seventies. I was going to say like seventy six, seventy seven, like it was pretty so, rough times. Yeah, yeah, that's when I came into the picture. <laughs> it's all been downhill since then. <laughs> what if I was the linchpin first and on the scene? Uh, yeah, I was around for this. I was uh, I was about maybe five six months old when this came out. So who knows? Maybe it was might sat, not be your first sat time down in front of front of this. Um, yeah, this this was formative memories for you. Who knows what this shaped in your brain? It made yeah. me love Star Wars. It it this, my this mom claims, and Chris my mom claims as a baby she took me to see Star Wars. Like they went they went to go see Star Wars, and I was a baby mm-hmm. in the theater. I'm sure I didn't cry. I'm sure I was a real gentleman, <laughs> but. So I'd like to say I've been, but I don't, I don't believe my mom sometimes. So, so, (laughs) but but also considering that Star Wars was still in theaters for quite a long time. Yeah. yeah. She might've taken you to go see it in 78. Yeah. I was going to say in the, the well, I mean, I was born. Yeah. But but meaning that, but that it was still in theaters. She might've taken you a lot later than when it opened, like opening weekend also wasn't a, a huge thing. I was three months old at the time. Yeah. When and Star also, Wars was it, released. It, it it wasn't you know it it, it stayed. It's traveling like, as well, didn't it? Like it had to move around. They only had so many prints, right? Well, I so mean, there you go. So many my, theaters. <laughs> Sarah, my sister says, "Then where was I?" Okay. So she would have been. Uh, she would have been. I'm not gonna. She would have remembered. Okay. <laughs> I feel like she would have remembered. This is how she found out she was not taken to the theater. There was... This is how I found out that I had, the first time I saw Star Wars in the theater was the special edition. I do remember seeing Empire. Uh, I saw Empire at the at the Downey Avenue Theater in Downey, California, and I definitely remember seeing Return of the Jedi uh, at, at, in Lakewood. Um, but it, yeah, it's one of those things where I think my mom was trying to like just be nice 
and yeah. and kind of give me some street cred, I guess. He loves Star Wars. Let's just tell him that we took him. Tell him that it was his first film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when really it was just Donnie and Marie was the only Star Wars he saw. <laughs> they just sat you in front of that five times in one hey, week. Hey, I, I, again, it was. I did not hate this. I would watch this again. Like I would watch this. I would watch this annually as opposed the to the entire episode. I like Southern Nights. It's a good song. It's in Guardians. <laughs> it is, of the it is a good song. And then there's this version. <laughs> there is this version. Um, it's so it's when we more, it's, when we talked about Disturbance of the Force last week or two weeks ago, you said um, that we were talking about the holiday special. We were saying how the holiday special is not as bad as people make it out to be, and it's it's not going to be as bad as the the Donnie Marie thing. Now, your opinion? Where do where do the two rank up? It's so hard because here's the thing. This is a this is from start to finish a Donnie and Marie show mm-hmm. that happens to have Star Wars stuff in it. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars holiday special is supposed to be Star Wars front and center, and it's not Star Wars. <laughs> so for me, other- for me, it's like okay, like the Muppets uh, Star Wars special is great because a the Muppets are great and b Star yeah. Wars is great, and the Muppets writers know how to handle. Star Wars better than Luke Donnie knows how to handle a blaster. Star Wars and music and comedy and so many <laughs> yeah. other things better. Yeah. <laughs> Guest stars. The holiday special is <laughs> is supposed to be Star Wars first, and it's definitely not that. But seeing it through the lens of the era of Donnie and Marie, I can say that it helps the Star Wars special make more sense. Mm-hmm. You need you need Donnie and Marie. You I would say here, watch this Donnie and Marie thing to lead you into the Star Wars holiday special. It's a gateway <laughs> to the holiday special. You need so, to know. I think I think this is your emotional attachment as the only Star Wars you saw as a child. Yeah, this is your own this is your true Star Wars. Yeah. But I mean I did see Empire because I was super afraid of the Tauntaun guts and Luke uh, Luke's head sticking out of the Vader helmet. Like I was, I don't know. Maybe you saw an episode of the love boat and you thought it was empire strikes back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do think that Lando and Isaac are the two coolest people of my childhood. Yeah. And for some reason, Charo was in empire strikes back. According to Ralph. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's she's the droid that says uh uh they changed it to ichuta yeah uh, oh yeah they changed it, it was coochie coochie but yeah it's star wars they're like oh it's a star wars we'll do the the star wars version of coochie coochie which is ichuta and then <laughs> and that's how a universe is born oh no apparently i'm officially a little bit country i, think I don't are. i don't think i'm either <laughs> and, and if you listen to that song it's neither of the things it's saying as well yeah no, right it's neither not. song the song is neither and neither songs. are they like donny osmond is not rock and roll in any way shape or form but he so wants to be yeah i was gonna yeah. say if i'm gonna be I, I think i'd rather be country just to be closer to marie <laughs> <laughs> if it gets me one step closer we, to marie. we super get it ralph <laughs> <laughs> Usually there's a bit of delay and I'll hear the laugh coming from the other room and just about now. Yep, I'm more worried about the silence. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think Stevie liked Marie. She she liked the the sort of the sort of flat top haircut in the middle there, where it looked like she literally looked like flat top from Dick Tracy. Not not, not the five minutes that they spent talking about her hair at the beginning. I mean, the banter was. I'm so glad you watched more than just the 12 minutes because <laughs> I found it somewhat entered. It felt like I don't know if you saw if you if he, James. I don't know if they have it over there. There's a show over here called Snake Oil. No, and it's like a one of those like overproduced game shows that happens. It it's like the wall or who wants yeah, to be we, a millionaire we've, we've got tons of them but not that one yeah but this one has david we spade as the host. i bet liz's mum watches that sort of shit yeah yeah it, it's got okay. david spade as the host and he just does not give a shit and he just is like 
he reads the cue cards and he scoffs at at the jokes they 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 feed to him, and he it's his, he doesn't want to be there, and it's <laughs> very entertaining. The rest of the show is no fun, but but David Spade's portion, and I feel like at season three. Donnie and Marie talking about the haircut is all they have to talk about. And their banter is very like, I guess this is what we're talking about. Yeah. And yeah. remember, this is a pre-record. And it's the season premiere. We're getting the best that this can be. Yeah. <laughs> this the best takes. It's amazing. And it's a, you get to, what's funny about the pre-record is that sometimes they leave the clanky plastic of C-3PO in and sometimes well, they don't. R2 not being able to get up the ramp, like he clearly was trying to get up the ramp and then he bumps it a few times and then just went, no. <laughs> just left it in. And yeah, they just left it in. They left a close-up, a single one-shot of R2. Because they the audience wouldn't care. And yeah. also, <laughs> something that Disturbance of the Force does do a good job of pointing out was there's no reverence for these characters at no, this point, other than slightest. just, there was a big movie that came out. So again, it's in the zeitgeist. People know it as a thing that even if they never didn't see the movie and older generation hadn't seen the movie, since this was really embraced by the younger generation, this was just like, Oh, this is what the kids are talking about. Mm -hmm. Cause again, you couldn't even go, Oh, these are the toys that are in stores that I'm seeing all over the place. Cause you're not, yeah. mm -hmm. you're just now starting to see the paper goods. This is this is to, to keep the stores. kids' minds fresh for when the toys come. You still want um, the toys? Get your I, parents to buy you the the, the puzzle. The, yeah. the puzzle yeah. just came out. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that the opening. It's kind of dismissive, where the voiceover announces like Chris Christopherson, uh, Red Fox, the robots from Star Wars. These guys. <laughs> well, even in the goodbyes, the fact that he only says the stars of Star Wars. Yeah, there they're, wasn't they're Anthony together. Daniels. There wasn't Peter Mayhew. There's no no one is actually credited no. beyond right. who is in there. There's no you know the operators of R two. There's no there's no care about who was in these suits or what was Do going you on. Think it was Peter Mayhew. Peter Mayhew's kind of difficult to get someone to stand in for, right? Like I if because because it's also a Chewbacca suit. It's not like they constructed is... that is Chewbacca. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I'm pretty it sure that was Luke's belt. And also, that was not an inexpensive suit to pull off. So, Did if they... you're going to have the actual Chewbacca suit that is tailored to a very uniquely sized individual mm -hmm. who also would appreciate the work, absolutely, he's the one of everyone. Like even over Golden Tony, like he's the one who's going to be like, yeah, I'll do it. Of course, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I get, he, he, he was yeah. probably. Yeah, and also I could just see him going, I get to go and hang out next to Marie Osmond. Like, that's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the Ralph of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. That's what they always say. <laughs> <laughs> My face is as red as that the life day Chewbacca figure. That <laughs> <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know if I have anything else to say about this thing. We're still, we still usually go for about an hour, but I don't know if you guys want to talk about something else. Maybe, Ken, do you have any recommendations along the lines of this kind of thing? Mm. Like, are there any, I'm trying to think of other Star Wars stuff that happened around Star Wars era. stuff that's worth watching around this? I mean, it's all novelty. It doesn't need to be. Yeah, stuff. there can be a lot. Yeah, it, doesn't need to be. it can be trash. I can say there's, this. There's I can trash. say this. We've watched... We've watched the holiday set special. We've watched like uh, the dancing Vader stuff, and we've watched um, the opening ceremonies for Star Tours, mm -hmm. uh, which are all very, very cringeworthy stuff. I don't think this was as cringeworthy. Have I you, think have Chris you Christopherson, the the, the 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 worlds of George Lucas Japanese uh, spectacular yet? No, no. And is that early nineties somewhere pretty easy to find? Is that you can find it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll put it on the list. Add it to the list. Yeah, it's um. Did, was he involved yeah. with that at all? I mean, I mean, I I remember having uh, Ralph McQuarrie painting for the uh. Is either is it Ralph? No, no. I think maybe it was Drew Struzan did the mm -hmm. the poster artwork for it. It was a uh, it was oh. a big production, and a lot of money put into it. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's it's. It's Where worth, did that come up? Did that come up in Disturbance of the Force? I remember it's, they, it's come up recently. I think maybe Steve Sansweet in his interview mentioned it uh, yeah, as yeah. as a thing. Like, if you think this is cringy, you should see think what they this. did 
Yeah. That's where it was. Yeah. But they didn't show any clips, which they could have mm. with fair use in the documentaries. I'm I'm I wonder because it is worth showing. But I think it it does it there's a lot of money in it and a lot of stagecraft in it. Like production wise, it is spectacular what they're doing on a live stage with an audience. Cool. When you compare it to this, what they did pre-taped in a studio, yeah. <laughs> that rocket ship. And the it, clips of the what Mercury Five or whatever it was, like just going up. It's like right. <laughs> but the also, USA I mean, still clearly on there. Like the stuff that the Lucasfilm participation is. You obviously had R two and C three PO. You had R two yeah. with an operator because yep. he is being yeah. operated. He's not yep. just being yeah. pushed around the stage. He no, is. There is some RC control in there, which they could barely get to work for the movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, you also have a Vader costume. You, you have, have stormtroopers for the brothers. You have full the, the storm. Oh. Even if it's there's some modifications, you can see there's a lot. They're a lot gappier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the black, oh, they, got fit. they got fit. They got. And they got fit. a dance yeah, in it. Osmonds. Yeah, they got a dance yeah. in it. Os- Osmonds aren't regular shaped. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Rock Lucasfilm portions. is providing a lot of props and materials for this. You know, you compare it with that Bob Hope spectacular that winter special that that Hamill no. is a part of when they just have their own constructed vader bad guy costume for bob hope yes yeah, space the vader not star wars it's more it's yeah, not like, like even sent yeah. over like the helmet portion or the it's, top it's, of the helmet it's the dollar store version right yeah it, it, it is how do we do a parody of this <laughs> you know not not full lucasfilm participation of sending over costumes and performers that is something that i i appreciated and liked about the end of this where like donnie maria talking about it and they're like they they're not trying they to sort of play it up as anything serious it is more like the the wrap-up of an snl episode where they're just like well that was a fun skit like next week we're gonna do a similar thing for wizard of oz like they yeah it's it is very much a variety comedy act um yeah what year did SNL start? That was similar sort 75. of time. 75. Yeah, so it was a couple of years earlier. So two years prior to this. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. which SNL was a reaction against variety shows like this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, right down to the, you know, the the desire and for all the, the artists to perform live and mm-hmm. not be pre-records or lip syncing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, no, this is, this is a cautionary. sketch. That Farrah Fawcett sketch with Paul Lind was just atrocious. I skipped right over that one. As soon as it, it started, was I was like, yeah, atrocious. no, I'm not watching any of this. Yeah. Oh, you mean that all of the single entendres and... The $6 yeah. million dollar man reference. And she described her husband's job as like her just running in slow motion, which I got, I thought was funny. I Wait, get it. But, but all of the jokes and references have to be lowest common denominator mm. and most accessibility yeah yeah they're not doing deep dives for the, only the most dedicated fan it's what is the cliche uh, that the audience yeah. knows of this what is not going to get us any complaints from anyone ever well i mean including the osmonds who you know yeah, very famously deeply mormon and that was yeah, a lot of their sort of i think what i think it's mentioned in the show or at least oh, Utah's really? mentioned. Utah. Well, I mean, also uh, yeah. you have that that their, their whole production company card at the end. Yeah, Osman. Yeah, also is yeah. Utah. Yeah, and the last of the their 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 good night was like mentioned God and stuff, and I was like, oh, we're so close. I mean, <laughs> so we almost made it through. Of that era, did. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, it, it, it's, the, it's weird that's all you had on TV. You wanted to hope for something, <laughs> a greater power. Yeah, yeah. like this yeah. is what TV has to offer. Then, and TV. just think, out of three networks, this took up a position on one of them for a, a whole hour. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the counter programming was on I this. Uh, so out. this was a what a Saturday night show. I think this, this, this would have been Friday, a family Friday, night. Friday, Friday, or Saturday, a Friday night. night. So it's a family night. Not working the next day, mm. gather around the TV show. Yeah. 
Oh, Ravs, I, I want looking to it up. I'm trying to look it up. It's not okay. gonna. It's not gonna. Um, um, the the bit that just threw me completely. Obviously, they're not gonna do any plot. I'm not gonna be as trying to get this into canon as Ralph is, but like the the fact that. They got all their dancers. The dancers all came around. They they surrounded them and they're like, "We got you captured." And then Chewie just puts his hands on the 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 not talking shoulders, and Vader's like, "Run away!" And it was like that was his his whole thing. It's like, okay, there's there's just no. I'd say it no like Tony the Tiger. Run away! <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. So I only have CBS and NBC. Now it looks like it looks like Donna Marie was on, uh, followed by Logan's Run, the TV show. Interesting um, pairing. Yep. And when Donna Marie let's, let's send the Osmonds to Carousel. Oh, I'm wrong. So Donna Marie was on at eight o'clock on ABC. CBS. What you can watch on the other channel, on on I'll say NBC first was Sanford Arms. Uh, CPO Sharky Quark were there. Chico and the Man was there, sort of as replacements, as like you know, Sanford Arms being the spinoff of Sanford and Son after uh, okay. Son had gone, which was referenced in this which episode that he yeah, used to have yeah. a son. Okay, but on CBS, you can you can either watch Donnie and Marie or you can go watch Linda Carter as Wonder Woman. Oh wow! I mean. But in, in the brain. UK counter program, you could watch Steptoe Arms. <laughs> <laughs> that is a I'm reference that with. probably not even the people in the UK are going to reference. Oh, yeah, anymore. <laughs> it's been a while. It was just for you, James. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so that was that. Um, and it looks like Logan's run was on Saturday nights. Hmm. But we can also, we, we should say how unique it was to have crossover stars for another network coming on. Yeah, you're kind of owned by the networks at the time. Particularly when you're the counter-programming yeah. and you're right. coming on Donnie and Marie. Where in Chris Christopherson's career was this? Was he just music You know guy? what? Even he didn't know at the time. <laughs> he didn't look like he knew where he was. But is this He looked like, like pre... he was smitten with Marie. Yeah. Is this pre-Star is Born? Oh, is so this... he was the Ralph stand-in. <laughs> Hey, I'll take Chris Christopherson. Stevie was like, I could tell that Stevie was into Chris Christopherson because she said I, I think he's there handsome. Was some, there were some substance issues <laughs> happening, but I think I this mean, is his. Is this is this around the time of his Star Is Born? I was going to say that's that's what was that seventy six. Looking it up now, A Star mm-hmm. Is Born came out in two thousand eighteen and starred Lady Gaga. No, no, no. no. The, uh, Nineteen seventy-six. So this, this okay. was just so the, year, so the year prior. Just so this after, is yeah. when he's yeah. Right. So at his peak, really, isn't it? Like, so fully transitioned acting, peak. right? Yeah, yeah. Pre-Blade. <laughs> Pre- yes, well, this, this is the show that led to Blade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pre yeah. Uh, Tim Burton's um, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. He's essentially that? playing the same character yeah. here as he played in Blade. Yeah, 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 and Rita Coolidge, and and yes, Rita Coolidge was there. She sang uh, the James Bond song "All Time High," hmm. which it wasn't, but <laughs> it, well, it wasn't. It wasn't, but it, there there is a soft spot in my heart for Octopussy. Uh, it's a. Uh, I don't know why I don't have a James Bond podcast. I think we should transition this live action James Bond. I think James not into that. Not not as much. Not as no, much. No. Boy, that, that's that sigh of oh well. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna expect I, more of me. It's this British. Yeah. I don't think of James Bond as British. Like as far as like the way the movie I mean, obviously he's British. But I, <laughs> for some reason they feel very Americanized to me. Like Doctor Who to me screams British. Uh, yeah. James Bond, I don't think. I think it's more global. But, but I, but I think you're seeing it through the wrong end of the lens. It's because so. Bond influenced so much. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, that a lot of the tropes of Bond made their way into so many other franchises and heroes, 
and representations of spycraft mm-hmm. that that's what you're seeing from the other side of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But clearly for you, there's not enough Marie in Bond <laughs> to carry you through all those films. What else did she do? Did she, did she pop up in anything else post? Because Donnie had a, a long career. But... Marie had a talk show. Okay. For a while. Yeah. In the what early the late nineties, early two thousands? When was her talk show? Uh let me see. Hmm. Notice she is that. absent from Disturbance in the Force documentary yeah. talking about this. Yeah. yeah. Uh debuted in two thousand twelve. Oh wow. Hmm. But it's now off. Yeah. It's like off. when did it when did it it was like it was what, maybe three years? Just like the Osmonds. Um, well, they're serving them up. Oh, like this is why does it say nineteen? Oh, Donnie and Marie was a talk show as well, and then there was just the Marie. Yeah, because Donnie again got to the point where he's. That's like fuck this. I don't want any part of my family anymore. It went. It went just over a year. From oct- oh, less than a year from October oh, and- to 2012 to July 2013. And Donnie, though, was also one of those stars that found a second life in the 2000s in the UK Mm. as like a regular. He would pop up on a lot of your chat shows. And yeah, he's he's one of those people. He's just around. He's just seems like he's one of these people that whenever they're showing Wimbledon or something like he's in the crowd, probably trying to entertain the crowd if it starts raining. Right. Um, He's one of the voices in Mulan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's he's yeah. saying, uh, uh, "I'll make a man out of you in, in Milan." I mean, there's your book of Boba Fett link, isn't it? Surely. Yeah, he's saying he's saying, oh, yeah. "I'll make a man out of you in Book of Boba Fett." Remember yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> but but Fennec Shand was Milan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He was also in the Masked Singer, uh, I believe. And there's your lost was the, lost the connection. Pickup. Who wasn't at this point? <laughs> Me. Yet. Are you waiting for the smoke monster to show up in the mass scene too? Is that going to happen? Uh, Jorge showed up once and it freaked me the fuck out because Jorge is a good friend of mine. And he kept and it quiet from you. Means, well, the thing is, me and Stevie kept our masked singer watching Quiet from the World. <laughs> we didn't let anybody know that we watched it. Jorge showed, the mask comes off. It's my friend on my TV. Uh, one of the clues for him was podcast, which I podcasted with him for four years. Never. I've heard his voice more than anybody else, which his wife reminded me like you edited that show every week. Um, uh, I sent him a text. I literally all caps. He also said, I know you're watching Ralph when he took the mask off. (laughs) He didn't know. He didn't know because I text him after when he got unmasked. I just sent him a text immediately in all caps that said, what the fuck? And his reply was, oh, you watch Mass Singer? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Have since <laughs> no, I meant about that one. thing. That other thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to out him, but he also watches it every week. And have, we have text conversations about it every week. And that's an insight to my Wednesdays. I also and, like and that's, that's why you him, like I this. will. Yeah, yeah. You Wait, know now what, he's texting you. What the? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the I it might be like the massive variety show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he's a, he's a massive fan of the Osmonds. He doesn't watch live action Star Wars. He just watches anything yeah, about I the heard Osmonds. You were doing Donnie and Marie. Had to tune in. <laughs> it, it's yeah. It it was super embarrassing. Um I, I completely like just like outed myself on that because it is a dumb show. The mass singer is essentially the Donnie Murray show, like the modern yeah. day version of that. Um, at least they're self-aware, but that doesn't stop the really bad corny jokes. Um, yeah. It's this or is... stop you from watching. <laughs> I think we hit it at the same time. Yep. yep. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll as your number, yeah. This, this whole show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, okay. okay. I I mean we didn't think we could make it to an hour, but we did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we, we accomplished something. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is this might be the most embarrassing episode for Ralph. Right. I think I'm gonna have to quit and go do a James Bond podcast. <laughs> so well, join us next alone, week. Alone, it seems. Next week, join next us. week we've got a data link episode. Um, but then two weeks time, I've I've got an extra week to think of a pick because in two weeks time, uh, Ralph isn't here. gonna be here. So there I'm might be Hawaii. an episode. Uh, yeah. All right, rub it in. Um, I'm working. Wow. I might do an episode. So I don't what I'm know. hearing is an invitation to come back. Is that what I'm hearing, James? Is... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys want should to we, do a regular episode? It's our next our next regular episode is our 94th episode, and I feel like maybe uh, I should. Oh, that's a huge celebration! Out. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if if I do something, I'll do like a special or something. I don't know what yet, but I've got a couple of weeks to think about it. If not, we're just gonna have a week off. Um, reach out. Reach, well, yeah, we'll, yeah. Screw we'll... up the algorithm. I don't want to miss. Do I don't want to miss episode 94. No, you won't miss episode 94. If, if I do okay. something, it'll be a special. Um, but yeah. Oh, got it. Got it. Um, and then it'll be 93 next... and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, we're way over 94 episodes if you include all the other bits and bobs that we've put out. Stuff. Yeah, this is just regular yeah. episodes. Um, so our next regular episode will be in, what, three weeks' time? Um, and that'll yeah. be episode 94. Uh, but join us 94. next week for uh, a data link about something. Yeah, let's do uh, let's do some plugs for Ken. Ken, you got all kinds of stuff going on. What do you want to talk about? Oh, geez. Uh... I use the I use the Ducktales art, your author picture for our thumbnail, which I absolutely love. Uh, I, I try to I try to convince you to make it your like social avatar because I love it so much. It's great. <laughs> you did you did try and do that. Uh, <laughs> but, but to know about you, you you're sticking with the, Here's the thing. Duck, One, but... well it's it's now sort of an easily identifiable brand of just being the icon that i've used uh, they did change it it was the original ducktales scrooge yeah up until the point that the book was finally announced and then i updated yeah. to the 2017 scrooge yeah uh no that's just it's you got you don't screw up branding that way you don't make you don't confuse people like that when you so well established uh i like it so much yeah no Um, i mean the the patreon is great to go mm -hmm. to patreon.com slash ken plume is a bunch of stuff i just dropped a two and a half hour conversation with doc hammer if there's the venture brothers fans out there uh, which they can either become a patron or just purchase directly. They just want that, and it's all about the holiday songs that uh, they've done over the years. That's awesome. And just fun, witty banter between <laughs> Doug and I available on there. And besides that, I guess just following on all the social media that isn't uh, what used to be Twitter. Mm. Right, right. You're on Blue Sky. We're on Blue Sky. Everyone, yeah, Blue Sky's if you're not on Blue Sky, I have so I, I have a dozen accounts on Blue Sky, and each of them are maxed out at five invite codes. So if you want an invite code, please reach out. I will. I'm give he- you an what I'm hearing is this is a direct appeal to Marie. Well, that, that's all I'm hearing right now. <laughs> Whatever you're into, Marie, Ralph's got a podcast or something checked. about it. Marie, if you want to be on social media, hit me up. I'm here. Do you want to be in my Lost documentary? That's also a possibility. <laughs> yeah, see if she watched Lost. <laughs> Don't ask. It'd be funny <laughs> if she showed up in my documentary. Yeah. And not Jeremy's documentary. Yeah. It would be. No, you'll reach out and go, well, no, but we can supply an Osman who has seen Lost if you would like to have just an Osman mm. in the documentary. Uh, the brothers. <laughs> I need the brothers. I need the, the brothers in the Stormtrooper outfits to come in and Tell us what they thought about the polar bears. Absolutely. Why don't they come in in polar bear outfits? I mean, no, they've got to come in in like Dharma initiative, like jump, um, like <laughs> lab coats, right? Surely they're in the background. Right. We need to see doing a production things. number. Yeah, of course. Just... Yeah, on some scratchy VHS. Do this it. has been a it's been a delight, guys. Thank you for having thank me you back. for joining us. For thank so, you for so us long back. and giving Patrick the Muppet episode. <laughs> I feel like it, we're gonna have to do it again. Yeah, we do it again. I'll I'll one hundred percent do it again. I, I'm yeah, not against revisiting stuff we've already done. We can also you can also do Star Wars adjacent, do the Indiana Jones segment from the Muppets Go Hollywood. 
Right. Is that the one that's been making the rounds lately of Kermit shooting a Nazi? Yes, that's from Muppets Go Hollywood. <laughs> okay. Sold. I've not seen it. That sounds Which great. also has a Wizard of Oz segment in it. And it's incredible. Wizard of Oz. And oh. then uh, probably <laughs> like probably man. should be avoided uh, Godzilla segment with Dudley Moore. Oh. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Does Dudley yes. Moore put on an accent? He does. Oh, oh no. Is it just a, like he's faking like he's being dubbed? Oh, it's Muppets Go to the Movies. That's right. Muppets Go Hollywood okay. was, I'm, I'm just remembering, Muppets Go Hollywood was the premiere special for the Muppet movie. Uh, Muppets Go to the Movies, or Muppets at the Movies. I can watch them. Muppets Go to the Movies, I, I think it is, is, is essentially the coda for the Muppet show. Because it was produced no. as a special after the end of the fifth season of The Muppet Show. And it is the only time you see the exterior of the Muppet Theater as they have a nice little stage door goodbye of saying goodnight to all of the the Muppets as they're exiting the theater oh. at the end of the performance oh, that's of great. that special. So yeah. it's a nice little nice little coda for the show. Cool. And technically was a tie-in to promote the big screen coda for The Muppet Show, which was The Great Muppet Caper. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick brought some great stuff to the episode, I'm sure. I don't remember. He oh, was I love guest. the okay, that was Thank our, you for the I'm sure. It was our first guest episode, that one. Yeah. <laughs> this was like two years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for for sitting through uh, that and uh, watching it and and talking about it for over an hour. Yeah, um, we Happy appreciate it. Thank you for everybody for joining us. Yeah, uh, thank <laughs> you everyone for joining chat. us. Um, like, share all that stuff, and until oh, yeah. next week, uh, don't give in to hate. <laughs> Celebrate the laugh. I'm a little Hi, Marie. Bit country. <laughs> <laughs>